For everybody out there that has been saying this, I deeply, deeply apologize, and I promise you, I am not a sexist. I've only had only men on this podcast because those are who I surround myself with and the ones who wanted to do this. I love women. Women are coming on the show starting now. What's up? Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Having Said That with Landry Griffith. Find me on Instagram at HSTLandry. Check me out on Facebook, Lander Griffith. Speaking of Facebook, real quick, uh, I got like one of the best, most heartfelt shout outs just a little bit ago, actually. Today's obviously Tuesday, but we recorded this on Thursday. Um, Jennifer Armstrong, thank you for the kind words and, and the share on Facebook and what you said, like... That, that meant the world to me. It's so cool that I'm kind of reaching out more and more people and, you know, 17 weeks into this and now I'm reaching even more people that didn't even know I was doing this. So what, what you said was super awesome. I really appreciate that. Um, <coughs> I apologize. Got the coughs. Uh, but also the fact that you're sharing it and spreading the word. So shout out to you and Travis. I could go on and on with stories about me and Travis growing up together. So it's awesome to see the two of y'all doing so happy with kids and married life. So thank you for that. Um, find me on Facebook guys, y'all share it, spread it, do all this. I would love to know if anybody out there is listening now due to, uh, maybe walking around United or a couple of HEB and seeing my business card around and finding it that way. Uh, I've been spreading those. Find me, message me. I'd like to know how that marketing working. I think it's pretty cool. My uh, amazing wife set that up. Speaking of amazing wife, speaking of business cards, we actually have her in the studio tonight for the very first time on having said that. Welcome to my better half, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wife, Cassandra. Hello. That's it? That's it. Let's hear a good intro. No, you do enough for the both of us. Yeah, well, that's kind of my thing. So I've been begging, begging, begging you to be on the show. Um, I knew you'd come on, but I knew you were a little hesitant. We had a really cool idea, and and I think we should still do that at some point, but you came up with an even better idea. That's exactly what I'm good for. So All the what, good ideas. So I have ideas and you have better ideas? Agreed. That's probably pretty true for any marriage. Having said that, the idea you came up with was, I say it's a trend. I don't know if it really is still or not, but as you all have known, I'm kind of new to the social media or back, back to social media. So maybe this has been a thing for a long time. I'm not quite sure. But what it is, is people will say, um, I was today years old when, and then you followed up with like, if you found some cool fact that maybe you should have known all along. You know, I was today years old when I found out, I don't know, I don't have any examples, but you know what I'm talking about. So we're to... You have no examples, but yeah, we're here to talk about No, it. I have plenty, but like I was going to come with one off the fly as an example. These are not examples. These are ones that I found out today because I was today years old when. Do you see what I'm saying? Gotcha. So you were probably today years old when you found out that I didn't know what I was today years old when meant. Well... That was a lot. Does it hurt your brain? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So I want you, this is your deal. Take it over. Give me the first one you got. See if you can blow my mind hole. Okay, let's see. The first one, which I found this pretty cool. But did you know I was today years old when I found out 
that a buttload is an actual form of measurement. No, it's not. Yes, it is. A buttload? Because, so like, I feel like I have often. a buttload of information, but what does a buttload actually mean? Because maybe I don't have a buttload of information. It actually, it's, it goes in, like, wine cask units. Mm-hmm. And a buttload is actually 126 gallons, is what it appears. <clears throat> so 126 gallons, but does it have to be in a wine cask, whiskey barrel, something like that? Or is 126 gallons always considered a buttload? I'm guessing it's going to go with wine, but... Or, bar- or whiskey, like a barrel, right? Agree. <coughs> but I'm going to use it because I think that that's it's really cool. So, I catch myself saying buttload anyway. Absolutely. I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. I wonder, so like when you, the wine barrels, whiskey barrels, casks, whatever you want to call them, the ones that we all know and see, like for mm-hmm. example, our friend Mark and Mindy, they have two of them in their backyard that they use as decoration. Right. Is that a buttload size or is there like a... No, there's an actual barrel size. Oh. It's called barrel. It's, so full I said whiskey barrel and I'm wrong because it's not yeah. a barrel. It starts with a pin, which is four gallons. Okay. That's the smallest. And then it looks like it goes all the way to a ton, but T-U-N, with 252 gallons. Where does uh, a buttload stand on the it's list? the second from the top. So it's okay. the second largest with 126. Well, how many gallons is in a barrel? A barrel is 32 gallons. <coughs> You're kidding me. No. So a buttload, you said, is 164? 126. 3, 6, 9, 12. So one buttload would be four barrels. I would love to own just a buttload of whiskey. <laughs> if I had a buttload of whiskey, I'd be good good to go for at least the next two months. Yeah, at least. At least. Maybe two weeks. It just kind of depends on what kind of weeks I'm having. Interesting though, right? I like that. So were you today years old when you learned that? I was today years old when I learned that. I was just going to ask you a funny question about that, and it escaped my mind. Damn it. Oh, no. Well, uh, maybe we'll come back to it. So I was today years old when I found out. This may be the most fun one that I have, but I'm going to get it out of the way. Okay. KFC, yes. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. You know, actually, fun fact, that they got sued, and technically they're now country's fried chicken but they're still using the k because we all know as kfc instead of csc really yeah because if they're not frying it in kentucky so like we have kfc right down the road right we live in texas it's technically not kentucky fried chicken so that's false advertisement so does dairy queen get in trouble because they're the texas stop sign well no because you have to stop there if you live in texas why would you get in trouble for that i can't say trouble but yeah i don't know does it cause issues because it's... It probably could, and I bet you you could sue them if you wanted to. Or do you think that in Colorado they describe it as the Colorado... I've wondered that sign? for a very long time. If if Dairy Queen is outside of Texas, do you call it the New Mexico stop sign, right. the Colorado stop I've always wondered that. I don't know. Or like, uh, that's what I like about Texas. Uh, I don't remember what uh, advertising that is. D- DQ. Oh, it is DQ. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. That's hilarious. DQ. That's what I like okay. about New England. Is it just a Texas thing? I've seen them in New Mexico, but it's like very, very, very southern New Mexico, so maybe right outside of Texas. I'm almost positive that Kira has told me once before that they're in Colorado, but they do not have steak fingers like they do here, which is crazy. I do Why believe that because they're going to go regional, and steak fingers is a southern thing for sure. Be. People don't from up north don't even know what cream gravy is. That's very true. So more about KFC. Would you love to hear it? Sure. So 
they have a Twitter account and they only follow 11 people. Now, they may have millions of followers, but right. they will only follow 11 people. Which okay. Are? They follow the five Spice Girls okay. and six guys named Herb. Right? Okay. Because they're secret blend of 11 herbs and spices. The first person to notice and point this out was sent a painting of himself holding a drumstick while riding piggyback on the colonel. Actually, I need to remember. Hopefully, I'll remember to post that picture because it's hilarious. The guy was like, hey. Yeah. Is that Herb? That's a good question if his name is Herb. Surely it's not Herb or Herb. Would you say Herb or Herb? I say Herbs, but you call the the man Herb. No, I don't know. I say Herb. You wouldn't call the guy Herb. I would. Would you? Yeah. That's hilarious. That picture is amazing. I got to remember to post that. What else you got? Let's see. My next one would be <coughs> Do you know the little juice boxes? Yeah, it's like apple juice. Apple uh, juice, yeah. Punch, but they come in the actual box, not the pouch. You're not talking about like okay, like the individual rectangle boxes that you stick a straw in for the kid to hold. Right? Right. Okay. I. Did you know, on the edges of them, there are these little tabs, and I normally don't pay attention to them because they aren't sticking up, but you can fold them upwards, and that's what the, the child is supposed to hold on to. That's so not true. Yeah. So that's they not true. Squeeze it all over the place. I think that those are just folded over because that's the way the box folded older, over. No. I don't know. That's crazy. So I was today years old when I found that out because and any parents out there will know what we're talking about. If not... Or if your kids are old and you forgot, just Google juice box. Not the juice pouch, not a Capri Sun or anything like that, but the juice boxes. That makes perfect sense because what's going to happen is is when you grab that box yeah. to squeeze it, you're shooting the juice back up in your face. It's genius. And no one wants except, juice shot in their face. Except our children are now outgrown that stage of squeezing it and I never knew it. So right, so today uh, PSA to all you new parents out there. Maybe John and Ashley, if they're listening, I don't know if it would still work for Harper, but uh, for Hunter and all you other parents out there with little kids, remember that one. Buy them the rectangle juice boxes, but peel the the Pull wings the out. The wings. Let's call them the wings. Yeah, that's a good idea. I was today years old when I found that out. What you got? So, do you know the division sign? Like if you're doing math, I do. There's multiple ways to draw it, right? Right. You could do like the the where you do a little line, then a long line over it. Right, that's division. Or the, the, the like, I guess a dots. slash. Uh-huh. But the line with two dots, that's yes. the way that we recognize division, right? So what it is, is a fraction, because that's what division is. It's just strictly a fraction. Mm-hmm. The two dots on top, each dot just represents what could be a random number. So, like, it technically could be X line with X over it. Yes. But it's dot, line, dot. So those just represent entity. Any number. So it's really just a fraction, and those are representing whatever number you mean there. That's where the division sign came from. I could see that one. I was today years old when I found that out. Interesting. Yeah. Most definitely. All right. On a foil, I guess, box. A foil box. Foil box. Aluminum foil. Normally, I see you whenever you're tearing this off. I'll tell you exactly how I do it. the box. Yep. You roll, unroll it, mm-hmm. and then you make a big ass. Mess that's actually and you're trying not to, to not rip it. entirely true. Oh, that's extremely true. Usually, what happens is is I 
try to do it from the, I wind up pulling the whole roll out of the oh, box. Yes. I take it out, and it's never a straight line, so I have to rip multiple pieces, and I just shove it back and into the box. And then you get annoyed with the hope, box, yeah. because the box rips. <coughs> the box is in shambles. In box. <clears throat> yeah. So when I look in the drawer, I see a roll of foil without a box. Without a box. Yeah. That's 100% accurate weekly. Definitely. But anyway, let me just give you some pointers next time you can use this, and I should be able to keep my box, I hope. On the edges... <laughs> There are little holes that you push in okay. for your fingers. So you can put your finger in this little slit on the edges of the box, roll your foil out, and neatly slice it. I don't know. I we should, you should have brought an aluminum foil box in here so I can see it. I have a picture. Is that That's on Reynolds, though. Is okay. it just strictly Reynolds? That's would, a good question. That is a very good question. I am question. I cheap, know. and I buy Great Value brand full. If not, so I'm we'll going to make the slit on Great Value. You're going to make the slit on the Great Value full box. I did not know that, so I was today years old when I found that out. Give me another one. Will you promise to use that bit of information? I feel like I can't make that promise. Not in front of all my big fans. Oh, okay. Of three. I'll keep you guys updated. So, do you know the uh, American Gothic picture? Sadly, I do not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's called okay. American Gothic, right? Yes, that's okay. a pretty pretty well-known picture. Of course. <clears throat> I'm going to post a picture of it on Facebook, on Instagram. But if you're listening, just pull over the side of the road because I don't condone Googling and driving. And look up this picture. Y'all will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a farmer holding a pitchfork with someone next to him. So, you look at that picture. That'd be his wife. Huh? Say that again? It'd be his wife, I would think. That would be his wife, which is ironic because I everybody knows this fa- painting. It's super famous in American culture, right? Americana. I was honestly today years old when I found out that this is a picture of his daughter, not his wife. What? Which makes you wonder, like, if no one will believe this, but that's the truth. So They look the same age. Exactly. But if that's his daughter, it makes you wonder where... Were people marrying super young women back then? Because so you don't know, like, is that his daughter or is that his wife? Or did the women age so much poorly back then that they looked much older than they do now? That's a good question. But I could see them marrying a lot younger. They, they used to do that. I mean, my mm-hmm. grandmother used to talk about that all the time how kids were getting married at 12 and 13 and yeah. making babies. Imagine? And yeah. No, I can't imagine, but. You said, yeah, you can imagine making babies at 12. No, no I cannot imagine not. that. That's not what I meant. Thank you. Um, maybe these people just did not have the technology, these women, to look as young as we have today at the fingertips, right? So, like, uh, this is a shout-out to a previous guest that has offered to come on. Someone like Rihanna Newsom, who you know. Yes, I do. Good friend of mine from high school, nurse practitioner, but she she does... Botox, she does all these. Um, Botox, she's amazing at Botox. She's phenomenal at what she does. Shout out Rhiannon. I think we finally got her. I guilted her into coming onto the show the other day, which is hilarious because Facebook has powers, and I called her out on Facebook. Uh, but all sorts of stuff, microdermabrasions and and lip fillers and all this stuff for what can make men and women look younger than they really are. So this lady right here is really the daughter, but she looks like she's about, I'd say 56. He looks like he's about 62 because they didn't have uh, technology back then to make themselves look younger. 
that's possible. I wouldn't call it technology, though. That is technology. I wouldn't call it technology. I really only wanted to use that to be able to give a shout out to a a future guest. That's pretty interesting, though, right? It is. I was three years old when I found that out. I truly thought that was his wife, so kudos. All right, another one for the parents, just because I find these things interesting. You know, the Kool-Aid plastic bottles that are, I mean... They're just like the juice boxes, except for these like plastic Like the barrel-looking bottles that your mom no, passes out at Halloween? Uh, no, these have a plastic top, and you're, you twist it off. The twist tops, the twist tops. Right. It has like a, I would picture like a wing shape, almost like a butterfly yes. with the caterpillar in the yes. middle. You all know what I'm talking about. But the fact that you, you said chew twist, on I mean, that's, that's technically yep. what I would do, too. Yep. But the very top of that is actually a straw, so you're supposed Shut your face. to clip the very tip of it and they use that as a straw rather than making a huge mess by twisting it off no oh, interesting and if you I, actually really look <coughs> at the picture you can see that the top is a straw well then the, the question to have is is why does it have like the little pieces on the side and why does it twist off as easy as it does that way you could pour it into a cup i guess oh my god you're such a mother good answer it was funny because i was messing around on facebook the other day in or not facebook buzzfeed and it's one of those like if you were raised in the 90s, you'll recognize these 19 pictures, right? You go through I those. I recognize all 19. All 19. Well, you were raised like in the 60s. Doc Martens, so much jelly older than me. sandals. I don't know what jellies are. Girl Docs. Fossil watch? Oh, gosh. Every color. What about this one? Tamagotchis. Yes. Those were the coolest yes. things in Furbies. Polly Pockets. I didn't have a Polly Pocket. I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> but... uh. It was all those pictures, if you knew this, and one of them was actually one of those tops really? that you're talking about. And they said, like, if you don't recognize this Kool-Aid twisty, offy type thingy, then yeah. you, didn't, weren't, you didn't have a good childhood or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. But I was honestly today years old when I found that out because I just thought they were twisty tops, but they're actually straw tops. Yes, I didn't know that. Do you ever get stressed? All the time. All the time? I don't know about all the time. You get stressed. You have a stressful job. Very, very stressful job. It's just, I don't know. You got a stressful husband. Got it. Okay, we get it. I got it. And three kids. Okay. I need to take a quick pause uh, to bring you our sponsor of the week. This episode brought to you by LMK Productions. Shout out Mark Youngblood and the Pick 4 podcast. Check him out every Thursday. Um, same place you're listening to mine. His is available every Friday. Check out the Win Loser Tie podcast. That's Win Loser Tie T Y E. Everybody out there that uh, went to Friendship or even knew what Friendship was, that's uh, Ty King. You all know him. You love him. Phenomenal podcaster. Now sound is on point. We're there. Those are the LMK guys. Another quick question: Do you hate anything? I do. You do. Should, should I um, spend the extra ten hours to let you know? Uh, well, you don't have to on this one. Oh, okay. Okay? Because there is a new addition podcast to LMK Production. It's going to be hosted. I say hosted. It's ran by Mr. Mark Youngblood. Guys, if you hate something, which we all do, if something just drives you nuts and irks your skin, send a voice memo to pick4podcast at gmail.com. Pick4, that's the number four podcast at gmail.com. It doesn't matter if it's two-minute rant, a ten-minute rant. Try to leave it around. Probably, I would guess, 15 or no one's going to listen. Send your voice memo there. Mark's going to post it to HatePod. There is no certain days that, that, that is posted. It's when something sit in, we're posting. Uh, so check in when you're getting your podcast out. Just type in HatePod and see what's new. Uh 
There was one posted uh, last week. There was one posted today. They are all anonymous unless you just want to throw your name out there. So you can call out people. The last person did too, which was funny. And he didn't say his name, which I thought was more ironic. But people need to hear what's said. Get your rants out. pick podcast at gmail.com. Hashtag hate pod. Figure it out. Moving on to the episode. You tell me you do get stressed, huh? I do. What is like, uh, like when I get stressed, I want to sit down, keep to myself, maybe have a little nice glass of scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly I could uh, see myself indulging in the cheesecakes. <laughs> what do you, uh, like if you're stressed, what do you like to go to? Like what is your thing? Maybe a bath. Bubble bath. Okay. Bubble bath, bitch. Um, workout. Workout. probably a big yeah. one for me. You work out and I do cheesecake, which is why you look like you and I look like me. I think a lot of people want to eat sweets, though. Like, would you no, say, I like, agree. that's it? Like, if I'm stressed, a sweets eating. is going to take out of it? Yeah. Say that again? Stress eating. Didn't put those two together. That makes sense. Really? You never heard of that? No. I'm about Since to blow your mind old. hole, right? Mm-hmm. Stressed is just dessert spelled backwards. Really? I've never even thought of it that way. S T R E S S E D. D e s s e r t s. I don't hand. think that that's a coincidence. How old were you oh, when I you agree. found that out? Today. Years old. Yes. Yeah. There's no coincidence to be had there. No. So I expect uh, Ruffle Cup, whatever, like uh, Crave. All these places now, Crave got shut down, didn't they? I think so. But like, y'all should have signs in your uh, doorways that say "Stress is just dessert" spelled backwards. Come on in. I can that would see be a that good uh, marquee. With a taco bueno and their new, not new, it's be new to us, the cheesecake rides. Taco bueno? Yeah. Oh, bueno. I'm thinking Casa. Oh, oh God. Know. It's a good thing they're not in Lubbock. It's opening up in Lubbock. Oh, shout know. out. Hey, taco bueno owner, if you want to get on the episode, bring in yes. some mini cheesecakes, we'll advertise for you. It's my favorite. What you got? All right, my next one. Did you know that the bottom of a Gatorade bottle... Just the regular size Gatorade bottles. Okay, so like, yeah, it's almost like, uh, I say a star-shaped, for lack of a better term, but I know what you're Gatorade. talking about. Like, little little five there. little slits in there. That's actually to hold your Gatorade <coughs> lid. What do you mean, hold my Gatorade lid? Like, how do I do the Gatorade? There's the no way that works. It's in the bottom. Have you tried it? I haven't. So, your orange lid, if you were to turn it upside down... Set it upside down on the ground and put your Gatorade bottle on. It'll keep your lid so you don't lose your lid. That's what it says. You know what? Those are people because, you know, Gatorade is obviously was meant to be a sports drink, right? right. I'm not athletic and I drink Gatorade, so they uh, they reached the market out elsewhere. But you know that some mother thought of that because she noticed the kids taking the Gatorades to all the baseball games, football games, whatever, and can never find the lid. Mm-hmm. And found a way and probably marketed out and uh, licensed it out to Gatorade and said, hey, if we make the bottom of your bottle shape like this, these kids won't keep losing the Gatorade yes. lids. They could do that with water bottles. And those poor people in the dugout that have to keep cleaning those out oh. and picking those up. It's disgusting to pick those up. Maybe they should get Kool-Aid bottles and just cut the top. Cut the top off and make a straw? Yeah. Did you know where, where Gatorade even comes from? No, it's Where not. the original is? Where? This is off the top of my head. I don't know the year. Okay. Um, but there's a reason it's called Gator Aid. Okay. You following me up? I'm kind of. I'm just wondering in my head is this bullshit or did no, you? No, I want to hear what you, well, if I'm saying Gator Aid, what would you think? Florida. The uh, college, right? Right. Back, I don't remember what year it was, probably 50s or 60s. There was 
football team who's who's wore out, they're dehydrated, water's not cutting it, so someone happened to mix up who went to Florida University, University of Florida, mixed something up and realized that these players were playing at peak performance after that, so they marketed it. Naturally, that's what the, the commercial says, naturally, they called it Gatorade. Gatorade. Really? Promise. Do some more research on that. That was on Gatorade's commercial. There's really? no way they would have said that without it being true. Because you believe everything you see on the internet? No, this is on TV. Oh, okay. Um, you ever heard like old school people? That don't, I don't. It didn't really get used anymore. It's probably like '60s, '70s type stuff. It's even on the Sandlot, so we'll go '90s. You're a square. Yes. Like, what does that mean? Kind of like a prude. I mean, that's what I. I guess see it as. Yeah, the kid's a square, Benny. He's a square. L7 Weenie. Which I figured out what that man when I was older, and he was calling Smalls a pussy, and I can't believe that he said that. <laughs> L7 Weenie. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. It's just funny when you think about that. When they would call people a squares because they were like never showing up to parties or whatever, oh, he's a square. Mm-hmm. Oh, why isn't so and so on the drag with us tonight? Well, he's a square. He's a square because he's not around. If you're not ah. a round, you're a square. Oh, that makes sense. Because right? I always thought that that was just... Yeah, it it is a cut down. Like, yeah. the dude's a douche or whatever, but he's... Whatever. It's because he didn't show up, so he's a square. That makes sense. I feel like if that term was still used, people would use that a lot because, like, I, I hate people who flake out, but I flake out some, so I'd yeah. be a square. I think we all do Yeah. at this point. And the thing is, is, like, you always use your kids, but I we know. all have kids, so <laughs> we all so, know it's so, not an I think excuse. we're all just so... Tired and stressed, and we're ready to eat our desserts. <laughs> we need our whiskey and our cheesecakes. Exactly. Oh, that's a good one. That's funny. All right, the next one I have is for anyone who loves Chick Fil A as much as I do, because I saw a picture of this and immediately my life was changed. But I don't like Chick Fil A. I know you are the strangest person I know. Yeah. You do not like Chick Fil A. If you had a Chick Fil A sandwich with bacon on top, that's a great way to get me to start eating healthier because I will not touch it. I'll just starve myself. But this is particularly for those who eat the chicken nuggets. You know, the chicken nuggets come in a little box. Yeah. Okay. They're actually pretty good, too. I'll give you that. Yes. <laughs> when you open the box, if you notice, right on the top is a little, I guess, a, a hole, a little cutout. I feel like, if I'm not mistaken, when you open the box, there's three. Right. One, two, three. This one's right in the middle. Yep. Okay, the one right in the middle will fit over your straw. Okay. And your box sits on top of your cup. So you can hold your cup. You have your nuggets on top, and you can use your extra hand to dip your nuggets in whatever you would like. Shout out to Mr. Filet of the Chick-fil-A's, right? It has to be Miss Filet. She's Chick-fil-A. True. You're showing me a picture. I was going to ask where the, the sauce goes, but the sauce goes in the box next to the nuggets. Yeah, move your nuggets on over and prepare for They've yourself. thought of everything. They've hit a market that has dominated chicken. You and I had this conversation the other day, and it annoys the shit out of me because Popeye's... Um, Sonic, now McDonald's. When I saw the McDonald's commercial, I'd had it up. Everybody's trying to copy Chick-fil-A. Good for Chick-fil-A, though. And if they're smart, they're going to hope everybody continues. Because no one's ever going to top the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. But everyone's going to try. I guarantee you Chick-fil-A now gets more business when McDonald's released it than before, right? So they figured out how how to make a market out of chicken sandwiches. They don't open on Sunday, so for right. those of you who are super faithful, you got to respect that. And I feel like they get more business by doing that. Right. Super smart of them, because when do you want Chick-fil-A the most? 
On Sundays. Sunday mornings. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Chick-fil-A. I can't tell you how many times I've told our daughter, Reagan, on Sundays, oh my God, we should get Chick-fil-A for lunch. <laughs> so and then, when you go there and you tell them, thank you, come on, what do you got? Thank you. My pleasure. And they mean it. Every time. I'm weird, so, because the line's always long. I always assume everybody's making $9 an hour there. I think that's probably a pretty good average, some more, some less, but let's say $9 an average to work at Chick-fil-A in Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. right? I count how many employees they have every time I get to the window. Yes. It's usually between 13 to 17. Yes. So if you're doing 9 times 17, I don't know how what that is off the top of my head. You're looking at, that should be 100, no, 50, $53 an hour. I think that's way off, but 90, that's like 140, it's $143 per hour that they're paying each employee for an entire shift. So you've got to make $144 an hour every hour to make, to turn a profit, right? But they are so fast at chicken. That's what I'm saying. And like, they're spending all that money on the chicken. So they're making a ton of money just to pay their employees. Not to mention. Can you imagine every line ran like Chick-fil-A, like the school pickup line? Uh, horrible example. Cooper West pickup line is better. I feel sorry for any parents who don't have kids at the the uh, Cooper pickup line. We've done the other 153. I did the math. I was so close. That's how I can imagine if everything ran like Chick Fil A. Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. It would be awesome. Plus, every single one of them is so happy to be there. They love their job, or they seem to anyway. They put on a hell of a show if they don't. But I think that more things should run like Chick Fil A. Okay. I agree. Management's amazing. I agree. Management's amazing. And and even the person on the lowest of the totem poles feels like they like are part of that community. Yeah. Touche, Miss Filet, Miss Chick Filet. Alright. Do you remember that 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 movie uh Space Gem? Yes, I do. I'm about to piss some people off. You know what, guys? LeBron's actually not a horrible person. You like his political views or not. Look up LeBron's school and everybody shut the fuck up for what kind of person you think he is. He's speaking up for what he believes in. Agree with LeBron James or not, I couldn't care less. I think sometimes he does say some pretty absurd, obnoxious shit. But the dude stands by what he believes in, so respect him for that. The reason I say that is they're trying to redo Space Jam, but he's going to be the Michael Jordan. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool, and I'll watch it, but whatever. So when Space Jam played in the final game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was Michael Jordan and Bill Murray with all the Looney Tunes right. versus the Monstars, yes. right? They're monsters, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you remember who the referee of that game was? Oh, I have no idea. It was Marvin the Martian. Okay. What is a referee's job? Besides calling the game, you have to have a certain mindset to call a game. You have, uh, I, you're not going to guess that. It was a horrible way of presenting that. Mm-hmm. You have to be unbiased, right? Okay. There's like a perfect example. There's this guy who's like the Texas Tech heckler. If you've ever been to baseball games, he started the hecklers. He wrote a book back when I was in like eight or nine that I bought and loved, like mm-hmm. how to heckle, right? His name is Chris Sneed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a chode one way or the other, but he is a professional college uh, umpire. Okay. He travels umpires. He's not allowed to call tech games because he's made very vocal. He has season biased, tickets, so he's biased, right? Okay. They're supposed to be, and we see it different in uh, growing up and in little league sports and stuff, but referees, umpires, are supposed to be unbiased. So Marvin the Martian in Looney Tunes was allowed to be the referee, and that's why he did it, because he is a Looney Tune. But he's also an alien, which would be part of the monster group. So he's biased. He's rooting for both teams. Who else better to have as the referee? Yeah. 
Can't have bugs doing it. No. You definitely couldn't have smoking hot Lola Bunny doing it. I mean, come on. Oh my God! When she did this move and blew her ears over her head, Uh if she was a human. So I just need to blow my ears over That's all you got to do. Blow your ears over your head. You get it good, the motor running. Yeah. <laughs> Try that later. What else you got? I've got some more good ones. Okay. This one I found interesting. You know what? The headrest on your car seats. Like your actual car seat, not the kids' car seats. But the headrest. You know, it's you can remove it, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you know why you're able to remove it? You know what its intentions were? Uh, no, I don't. So I've always ever, wondered that, though. What's the point in taking it off? Exactly. What's the point? What, you know the two metal ends that are on the end of the headrest? Whenever you take it off, there's two metal ends that stick into the holes, correct? Yes. Okay. Those are used, if you're ever in trouble and you can't get out of the car, to bust your window to get out. You shut the front door. Right? Fuck it. This is my podcast. Shut the fuck up. All right. So you take it off, turn it upside down, and bang that? And bang it to get out. I think that that's a genius idea. This one, like, legit was a real... I, I was today years old, but that reaction was real. What bothers me, though, is that why are we having to hear that on having said that with Lander Griffith? That should, honest to God, should be taught in driver's ed at 15 I years old. it's neat. And it says that the glass on the inside of the car is made easily... I can't say easily, but it breaks a little easier <coughs> from the outside. It's because... Huh? It breaks a little bit easier from the inside than the outside. It's not only that, too. The way that that metal comes to the point when you take those off, you'll notice it's not flat. It has a point. They make... (laughs) In fact, bless her sweet little soul, your late grandma. Yes. uh, What do we call her? Other Uh grandma, Mm -hmm. Dora. Gave me a little bitty orange hammer one year for Christmas. And I never knew what it was for until it was explained. I think your mom explained it to me. But it, mm-hmm. one side had a little point on yes, it. to break it. Those are meant to break, break glass. All you have to do is barely tap it. So if you think about that, when you take your headrest off, and if you don't believe me, pull your car over and pull it out, it actually comes to a point. It may not be super sharp. That makes perfect sense why why it's not completely flush on the bottom. I think every kid should know that. Well, adult too. Everybody should, should know, know that. that. Like, you don't need to know that until it's too late that you exactly. should have known that. Take it out, bust out your window, swim out, grab your kids yeah. and go. Holy shit. Interesting. PSA, like if you've learned nothing else, please spread the word, fellow listeners. Have you ever played with playing cards? Have I ever played with playing cards? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the number eight card, the eight of diamonds. Yes. Did you know that there's an actual eight made in the eight of diamonds? You just said yes. You didn't know that. I did know that. Because you had it on your list? No, because I'm a little observant when it comes to that. That's cool. So, like... I'll try to think of post a picture, but if not, just Google a picture of the eight of diamonds. It only works with the diamonds. There's actually an eight made out of the negative space of the eight of diamonds. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that was not intentional at all whatsoever. I really don't think that it was, but I think someone noticed it one day. I was like, holy shit. And then the inventor of the playing cards, Mr. Playing. Was, Mr. Playing. Yeah. Was, yeah, I did that shit on purpose. There's no way that was done on purpose. Uh, there's no way. I, I disagree nope, with that. You'll one. never you'll never convince me. Okay. Okay, next. I'm not sure the accuracy of this one, just because I didn't have time to look it up, but I thought it was super interesting. I guess on McDonald's ketchup. I don't eat McDonald's, therefore I have no idea what their ketchup looks like. Mm. But on the bottoms of McDonald's ketchup there's a number. Did their ketchups come in a packet or like a little container packet. like a Whataburger? No, in a packet. Okay. These little numbers on the bottom of it. 
the sweeter it is, the lower the number. And mm-hmm. the higher the number, the more sour. So, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be. Okay. Where did you find that? On Instagram. Like Reddit actually. or something? Yeah, well, I mean. <coughs> the only reason I ask, and I'm not saying that can't be true. Mm-hmm. My older brother told me one time that <coughs> if you look at the bottom of a Tabasco bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hey, Reagan. Reagan just walked in, and we're in her room and looking at her. Women or girls are nasty, by the way. Can I throw that out there? She's got not all girls. Seven. I said girls, not women. Oh, okay. Seven water bottles thrown across her room. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight half drank cups across her room. Clean your room, girl. I do. Okay, it's so disgusting. Garrett had told me that on the bottom of every Tabasco bottle, if you pick it out. The higher the number, the spicier the bottle is, right? Because you can't really control the spice when you're choosing different peppers, oils, stuff like that. It makes perfect sense, and I couldn't deny that. I used to always go, when we would go grocery shopping, I would look at the bottom of the Tabasco bottles. I'm pretty sure I would have you look and be like, hey, what numbers are there? Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ricky Baker actually debunked that. Because he, we were, I was talking about it. This is one of the first conversations him and I ever had when we started working together about the Tabasco. And he actually told me he went and toured the Tabasco facility. It may have even been when he was in New Orleans. I can't, don't quote me on where it was. But he went on a trip anyways and toured it. Uh-huh. All that is is saying what batch it comes from. Really? Yep. Didn't know that. It's just a batch thing, so it doesn't really mean anything. It does not control the level of spiciness. So mm-hmm. the red bottles are as spicy as the red bottles. The green, they have really hot habanero. They have the Chipotle one. Interesting. The numbers don't. So the reason I bring that up is it makes me, oh, excuse me. Having said that, I wonder if that's really what the ketchup is versus sweet versus sour or. I don't know. Or is it the batch? I don't know. I think the only way to to find that out is for me to go to McDonald's, get a couple different packs of ketchup, and let's try them out. I'll let you try them out, and then you. But you like ketchup. I don't, actually. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to figure that one out, though. Ready okay. for another one? Yeah. Okay. Whenever you get a new stick of deodorant, mm-hmm. it has a little plastic piece at the top, correct? Yeah. You know what's the worst? When you're half asleep mm-hmm. and you put the that oh. pointy piece on your armpit and you do the big... Yeah. Your shit burns the rest of the day. Of course. But how do you get your little plastic piece out? So what I do is I twist up three. It's got to be three because two's not enough, one's too much. Or one... No, excuse me. Two's not enough. Four is way too many. You twist it up three times, pull it off the other track. I never even thought to do that. I'm You're kidding me. What do you sh- do? I struggle to get the damn plastic <laughs> piece off. I'm in there. You can see. I mean, I'm surprised I don't give myself a black eye trying to pull off the plastic piece. That is absolutely hilarious. But that's what I was going to say. So you were today years old when you found that out? And it falls off. Yeah, I was yesterday years old. When I yesterday out. years old. And I can't wait for my new deodorant so I can try it out. Please don't. Please, please don't. Um, nothing, this should have made like number one of all time on probably everybody's pet peeve lists mm-hmm. when I bring this up. Yeah. But speaking of deodorant sticks, mm-hmm. I honest to God, cause like I'm not a morning person anyways, so I'm already not in a good mood. Mm-hmm. If you can tell me one thing that pisses you off more than this scenario right here, it's going to be crazy. I won't believe it. When you put on deodorant and you don't realize you're out, and so when you go to put it on, in the moment you roll, 
it crumbles and falls off because it can no longer stick to that plastic peak at the very bottom. Does that not piss you off? See, I don't use mine down that far. I use what? it to the point that it starts scratching my underarm and I throw the damn thing away. Well, see, that maybe the shape of yours is different than the shape of mine and just the, the physics of it. So yours is a little bit more round. Mine's a little bit more oblong. <laughs> Are we talking about deodorant here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we may or may not be. When I do that and it comes off, I remember, I'll never forget this as long as I'm alive. When I was working with Mark, he made me show up to work because it was summertime and we used to work outside. Mm-hmm. So he starts telling all right, starting tomorrow, we're going to show up at 6 a.m. I live 30 minutes from where him and I worked. So I had to wake up at about 5.20 and I did that and I was so angry. I'll never forget this. I picked up the fallen deodorant and I chunked it across my room because I was already so pissed off. Mm-hmm. That it splattered and stuck to the wall. And I left that there because I was like 21, 22. Like, you don't give a shit about cleaning. Mm -hmm. There was just a big splatter of deodorant stuck on that wall until I moved out of that house. Is that what that was the other day? (laughs) No. (laughs) But I don't know what brought that up. You were talking about the deodorant sticks. First of all, you should know. You have to raise it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, then you were today years old when. I know. Um, so I was today years old, but today would have been the uh, day Kenneth and Cass were here not too long ago when I found this out with the iPhone. And this is like a huge, uh, what do you call that? A life hack? Mm-hmm. You ever like type something big, but you notice you spelt something wrong about halfway through? And to get to that and you push it, it highlights the whole word. If you have uh, FFS like I have, mm-hmm. fat finger syndrome, mm-hmm. you're, you might as well delete the whole thing started over, okay? If you will hold down the space bar, you can go up, down, side to side to put the cursor on the word you want to delete without having to click on the words. Really? Hold down the space bar, go left, right, up, or down, and it'll get you through your entire text. And it's easy, and it's quick. It's like a, yeah, it's just like if you were using a mouse as a cursor. Interesting. Yep, because you were today years old when you found that out. I like life hacks. Right? Another life hack, speaking of them. You, personally, will not give a shit about this one, but for us movie popcorn lovers. Ooh. mm Mm-hmm. Get away. Did you know that, you know, whenever you're you're getting your butter and all you can do is get it on the top? Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone wants butter all the way throughout. Yeah, Correct. I feel like the only way to do that is if you have someone who really knows what they're doing, who puts a little bit in, puts butter, puts well, a little now, bit in, puts so, butter. I mean, you haven't been to the movies in a while, but now... It's only been like 17 years. It's serve yourself on the butter. Oh, okay. You go to the side and there's a little But machine. they've already put the popcorn in the bag? Right. Okay. Your popcorn is in the bag, so mm-hmm. you use a little machine... You just kind of swirl it underneath. You get the top. You can shake it a little bit and get some butter down there. But a live hack. Get a straw. Put it all the way down your popcorn. Put, put the, the butter, butter through the straw. Put the butter through the straw. Okay. Go to different spots in your popcorn mm-hmm. and shake it up. That's actually a really good idea. I think so, too. I got a question for you. What's that? Can, are you going to ask me to the movies? <laughs> I don't eat sure. Alamo just opened up. That's not what I was going to do, but That's now it. I kind of have to, Do-do-do. right? A straw, you have the tunnel that goes down, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that, is a straw one hole or two holes? Reagan says two. I'm going one just because it's the same hole. I agree. I agree. This is actually, and the reason that both of you looking confused really breaks my heart that y'all don't listen to my podcast because this got brought up on mine and Mark's (laughs) part two. And it's a, I agree with that it's just one long hole. It's still the same hole. It can have a beginning and an end. Some people say that's two holes. I say it's one hole. I think it's, I think it's one hole. Reagan says two. I've got one more. How many do you have? Um, a couple, but one's, one's good. Mm-mm. What you got? Mm-mm. 
I want to hear both of yours, and I'm going to end with mine. Okay. Actually, I have a few. Um, I'll make them super quick. Gummy bears. I don't know if you really like them as much as I do, but sure. there's a certain brand. I like their brand. commercial for Haribo. Okay, that, that brand, Haribo. And fly it into my mouth. Well, did you know that if you flew the green gummy bear into your mouth, <laughs> the actual flavor is strawberry? No, you're fucking lying to no. me. Don't. Get away. That's, li- that's that lime. That's what you would think. That's what I know. gummy bear is strawberry. Why would they do that? I don't know. It'll blow your mind, I guess. <coughs> because we all can recognize if it's red, it's what flavor? Strawberry. Watermelon. Cherry. Wow. Let's try that again. Red is what color? Yeah, or what flavor? Strawberry is what I'm going to go No. With. Yes. See, to me, red is always cherry. No. Yep. Shout out, Kira Scott. I know your love <laughs> for cherry flavored candy. Red's going to be cherry. It's universal. You can't do that. Blow pop, cherry. Twizzler, cherry. Haribo gummy bear, cherry. Red's always cherry. You may not want it to be, but that's the way maybe it is. Maybe just because I subconsciously want it to be right. strawberry or watermelon, maybe that's why I think that. Pink is always what flavor? Watermelon. 100% of the time, right? But with the strawberry being red, yeah, it exactly. makes sense that they said? would do that. No, I said it like an actual strawberry shrimp. Oh, okay. So I guess they had to choose green because of the little frillies on top of a strawberry. Maybe so. Interesting. I would have yeah. never known that. You could have, you could have given me a uh, Haribo gummy bear right now and said, taste this flavor, or tell me the flavor. I would have thought I would have told you lime. Your mind would have said lime. I yep. Guess. Okay, let's see. Another one. This is a quick and easy one. When you play tag with your friends, you know what tag stands for? No. Touch and go. <laughs> Didn't know that. That makes so much sense. I was today years old when I found that out. You know what? Riley schooled me on that the other day. He got into the car and he mentioned something about touch and go. Uh huh. Did he no say idea. we were playing touch and go at school? I don't remember how he worded it, but I had no idea what touch and go meant until I looked it up. That's actually a really good one. Mm-hmm. I actually have two because I just thought of one. And y'all will Is think another one that Riley one. schooled you on? No. He's been no. schooling me on I a lot. I schooled myself <laughs> about 18 hours ago. He told me that he got in the car and said, Mom, did you know how to tell if a <coughs> jug of milk has gone bad? Okay. And besides looking at the data, I had no idea. So he says that there is an area on the side, which is like a little indention. Yep, everybody knows that, especially on the gallon bottle. I don't know if it's on right. a half gallon. But he said that if that indention is bowed out or kind of poked out a little bit, mm-hmm. that means that the milk has gone bad. And I Googled it, and it actually... That actually makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, it does. I was today years old when I found that out, and I bet you you'll be today years old when you find this one out. Okay. Um, you ever buy, like, tortillas or bags of bread? Yes. And the twisties? The twist ties? Yeah. You know they're different color for a reason? Yes. Each color represents what day it was made. I don't know the color scheme, mm-hmm. but if you know it, you'll know how fresh your bread is. Right. No. That's super neat. You just stole my thunder on that one. Oh, man. I was today years old when I found out that when a well facial haired man, so like more with the beard than the goatee, shaves. Like you right now. Please post a picture of yourself currently. A second chin magically appears. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, and every man can agree, I had this conversation with John at work today. Mm-hmm. I had the conversation with my boss who referenced her husband in the same uh, same conversation. So she was speaking for him. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to puke because I just saw a picture. We do not have double chins as men because we're skinny, we're fit, we don't get fat. 
Mm-hmm. When you take our beards away, mm-hmm. it's like the hair gets sucked up into the body. And so internally, this is just a patch of hair that's made this pop out. So that's all hair, and it'll pop back out soon. Oh, yeah. Once it's popped out, I'll no longer have a no, double chin. Yeah. I was today eight years old when I realized that. Did you Reagan. not know that, Reagan? I saw it yesterday. Think about all these little prepubescent boys that you go to school with who can't grow a beard. 99.9% of them are super skinny, and they don't have a double chin, right? Yeah. Wait till they're older and they have a beard, they're going to have one. Yeah, it covers it all up. Reagan will. Oh my god, I that like just seeing my face grosses me out. Are you posting out. a picture? I will. Okay, good. I'm so grossed out. I okay. still love that. And I always say you're sold when I realize that every man has a double chin under a beard. Okay. There you go. Did you know? So today's Tuesday, right? Yes. Right? Right. There is I was today years old when I realized this. There is no physical evidence that today is Tuesday. None at all whatsoever. Okay? What do you mean by that? We are all as a collective. So that's a worldwide thing. It's Tuesday in every single part of the world, right? Unless, okay, you could, you could play the, well, it's 12 over the head, it's right. Wednesday. But Tuesday is Tuesday is Tuesday universally around the world, right? There's seven days in a week. There's no other, like everyone does that. I promise. Just trust me. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. Just say I'm I trust gonna you. I'm going to go with you for this. We all just have to trust that someone has been keeping count since the beginning of time. And so we're all under the trust situation that today actually is Tuesday. Because whenever God created the world and had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. we're just trusting that after Sunday, someone was like, all right, we started over again today. Today's now Monday. There's only seven of them. And we're still on the same day. Far back does this date you think? I mean, it would have to go back to uh, year zero. Have to. Yeah, maybe. We're just oh, we're so trusting. Like every human being that I've ever met is so hesitant to trust another human being. Definitely. Right? You don't trust anybody. You don't trust people you don't know. You're always questioning. But yet we're all under the trust that uh, Joe Schmo. <laughs> That has not missed a single day and keeping up in today's Tuesday, not Monday. You know, they used to write things on the cave. Hieroglyphics. Exactly. So what if somebody misread that? What if we're one day behind? Or one day ahead? Yeah. Or what if there was meant to be eight days a week or six? The Beatles were onto something when they sang the song eight days a week. Three-day weekend every week, eight days. You should be a floor nurse because you can have four-day weekends. Yeah, I should be. Do you have any more? That's the, all I have. That's it. That's all I got. So I was today years old when I learned like 12 different things. I was today years old when I found out that my wife actually makes a really good podcast uh, uh, guest. Aww, I think you did really good. Sweet. No, you did good. You've been nervous to do it. You're I good. I was also today years old when I realized that you would much rather be on Pick 4 Podcast than having said that with Lady Griffith because you've done two episodes on Pick 4, one episode with me. Want to hear something funny? Yeah. When I was in the school pickup line today trying to pick up Riley, yeah. I was coming up with my next pick four. Oh my god! Podcast topic. I feel like though, if if you're not gonna be on mine as much and you're gonna be thinking about a podcast, I would much rather it be pick four than any other podcast. I'm just better with picking four things than actually holding a conversation for a cool. Long pick four of time. things you like about me. Go because we're running out of time. Your beard. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucked up in every way, shape, and form. How 
super amazing you are with me and the kids and stepping up and doing absolutely anything we need. Okay. Um, the next one would be the fact that you are so not trusting, yes, but the fact that I have nothing to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Doubt. Yeah, nothing to doubt with you. Nothing yep. at all. I would never cheat on you. No, I'm super, super trusting with that. Like, that doesn't even phase me. Okay. Last one. The last one would be, it's rated R. Say it. I'm just kidding. I was hoping it would be one of two things. That's out. One, you were going to say how amazing I am in bed. Okay. Or two, you're going to say how good of a kisser I am. <laughs> I said that because Reagan was in the room. <laughs> I know. <that> <laughs> she ran off real quick. <laughs> that would be rated X. I just, you're, it's so hard to come up with the words, but, um, amazing, sexy, handsome, most definitely, the best, it's, it's so hard to come up with just these one word answers because yep. you're not, there's so much more to explain to you. But. You really are like, shout out Mark. I think you need her on more because I just put her on the spot for pick four things and she actually did. So check out the pick four podcast, check out win, lose your tie. Uh, this has been awesome. I'm glad that after. I think I've done, if I'm not mistaken, 17 episodes, but that includes intro and two um, bonus episodes. So I think that this is week 15. It took you that long to get on, but I'm <laughs> so glad you came here. It was, fun. it was fun. I think we need to do more. I agree. Um, before we go, I always sign off with something. Okay. Yes. When I go to work, I take, I go. Frankfurt, 50th Loop. There's a huge billboard right there that I think gets a lot of attention. Okay. 50th and the Loop. Okay. Everybody drives that by that for 30 days. You get to put whatever you want. There's no wrong. There's no right. There's You don't have to be much thought. Mark said, he would say, pit4podcast.com. Mm-hmm. Brad and Arthur both said, educate yourself. You can say anything you want, but mm-hmm. everyone sees it. Can't take it down 30 days. What's it going to say? Work for what you want. Work for what you Damn, that was good. Mm-hmm. Well done. Don't, don't expect it just to come to you. If you want something, go get it. Go get it. No matter what it is, you can do it. You just have to work for it. And I don't want to hear out of anybody's damn mouth that I've got kids and I don't want to miss time with my kids, so I'm not going to go back to school. Guess what I just got through doing like two weeks ago? I went to RN school. I have not one, not two, but three children, a wife, and I quote, a full-time job. And I was picking up some overtime, and I still was able to get through school making good grades advancing myself for the better of myself and my family. You're making excuses if you say that you don't want to do it because, oh, well, I'll wait until my kid's in kindergarten. No, you won't. No, I agree. Stop Start doing it. Job. Go find the job you want and attack it. That's right. Go for it. Well done. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Of course. Love you. Love you. Peace.